the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast, explaining the news coming out of the complex worlds of finance, economics, and politics, and the impact it will have on everyday Americans. Author, investment banker, consumer advocate, analyst, and trader, Chris Markowski. All right. Um, yeah, we saw what happened in, in D.C. last and I'll get into that in a second. There was an op-ed today in the Wall Street Journal talking about the... Um, Jacobin moment America seems to be going through right now, uh, trying to basically gobble up any sort of um, I don't know, civility and when it comes to our culture, um, just basically destroying everything, everyone, um, doesn't, doesn't discriminate going after Everybody out there, editors in the New York Times, Philadelphia Inquirer, uh, there was an actual teacher in Vermont that was fired. His teacher or a principal, I'm not mistaken, just saying some of the, basically saying some of the violence that was being perpetrated by Black Lives Matter was wrong. That got somebody fired. I, I can go on and on and on. It's, it's ridiculous. It is. I'm, I'm happy I am. I'm happy that I have my own business and I don't. I quite frankly don't give a damn, and my clients don't give a damn. They know exactly where I stand and who I am, and they support me for that. Imagine having a a job out there where you've got to walk on eggshells all the time. You get the thought police out there. Thought police. Or or you you may have done something that, uh, well, might be slightly inappropriate in today's climate. Let's take, for example, what is it, Jimmy Kimmel? Is it right? Is it Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, he, um, he was doing a, uh, an imitation of Snoop Dogg back in 1996. Okay? 1996. I want to put that into perspective. Okay, that was the year the Yankees won their first World Series was since 1978, yeah, I think that was the case, right? Yeah. That was, you know, the Jeter was one of his, well, it was his second year. He was coming to 1996. He was doing an imitation of Snoop Dogg. He also impersonated comic uh, George Wallace in 2013. Uh-oh. So they want to destroy, oh, I'm going to come after him. Well, he's basically, he's, he's doing a self-imposed exile for the rest of the summer, hoping that people will forget. But again, Jimmy Kimmel was also going after people as well for doing similar things. Be careful. Careful out there. You know, I, I, like I said, there's a lot of people, many, many people in this world today that are just without sin. Without sin. I, I, I mentioned this on the program back when I was in high school, and this is many, 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 many moons ago. Um, we had this thing called an air fest. It was basically air band competition, and people would dress up, and they would pretend to be a band, and it'd be a little contest. And, and I remember the seniors, some of the seniors my freshman year, um, and there was there was black kids that were in this too, but some of the people actually wore blackface and huge afros uh, wigs, and they pretended to be Otis Day and the Knights. 
Otis Day and the Knights from the, uh, the uh, movie Animal House and did the songs from an- the movie Animal House. Again, I'm, I'm maybe dating myself a little bit. Um, I know the, the people who did that back then. Surgeon, lawyer. I, I'm trying to go down a list. These are all accomplished people. Okay, it, it, didn't, it doesn't, doesn't go down well today. Fine, fine. Um, should, we, should we look that up and try to destroy those people? Make them maybe have them be disbarred, make them lose their clients or make them lose their medical practice? Is, is, you think that's a good idea? Huh? See, the thing about America, the thing about America is as great as we are, we've got a lot of faults. We've got many, many issues, but don't we all? Nothing wrong with, with criticizing Americans. Nothing wrong with criticizing people. Some of the, the, the biggest, you, know, you take a look at some of the, the, the greatest heroes that we've had here in this country and throughout history. They're flawed. They're flawed. Are, are we supposed to, you know, let me, let me put it this way. You, you take a look at, yeah, my, my middle name, my confirmation is Paul. To St. Paul. Um, you want to look into his early life and see what he did? Huh? Should we go around and uh, deface icons and statues of St. Paul based upon the person he was in his early life? Uh, what's next? What's next? And so we had, we had the uh, Trump issued a warning. It went off. I did an early morning radio program like I do every day, 4.45 a.m. And I was, I, was, I can admit, I, I, there's a lack of leadership right now, okay? I, I don't want a tweeter in chief. How many people out there are tired of the tweeter in chief? I want a commander in chief. We need some leadership out there. Right? Trump came out, he tweeted out that there's going to be... Uh, He's doing, a, I guess he's going to put out an, an executive order in regards to the, called the Veterans Memorial Preservation Act, 10 years in prison going after statues. How does this happen? We know where the statues are. You can put some cops there. You can protect these things if you really wanted to. But again, we're, we're a big country. And I understand federalism and many of these local communities, they don't give a damn. What are you going to do? But our nation's capital? Our nation's capital? I, I would, again, I, I wouldn't give a damn. And I'm, where I live, we'd get a whole bunch of people and we'd go out and actually protect statues. Yeah, we would. Again, I know a lot of people just, just can't be bothered nowadays. They're afraid of the the woke crowd, the Black Lives Matter communist people out there. And, it, you know, we always talk about slippery slopes. Oh, it's getting, it's getting worse instead of better. John Oliver, you know, that comedian on HBO, he made fun of Donald Trump a couple years ago because Donald Trump was upset that they were tearing down Confederate statues because Trump alluded to the fact that, hey, if you're going to tear down Confederate statues next, you're going to be tearing down statues of the founding fathers. He made fun of that on his show. He said something like, oh, now, now you're, you're eating Twizzlers and, you know, next week you're going to be doing black tar heroin. I think that was the, the joke that he put out there, something like that. 
Hey, John Oliver, what do you think, huh? Oh, let's, let's take it one further now. You now have far-left groups, far-left activists coming out and saying all images depicting Jesus Christ in a, in a fashion that makes him look too white or European, they should be torn down because they are a form of white supremacy. Yeah, you guys know that that far-left guy, Sean King, there? But he's not the only one that's doing that. Uh, first and foremost, uh, hey, Sean, you ever been to, the, um, been to the Mediterranean? He's talking about brown people and brown culture down there. Um, yeah, uh, this is an area of the world where there's quite the mix. Quite the mix of people from different areas. And again, you take let's let's look at Greece, shall we? Let's look at Greece. My mother-in-law is Greek, but she's got red hair and freckles. My wife, I admit, she looks like a statue you'd see in a museum. She's got that look to her. You've got the Levant. You've got all of these areas of the world that invaded each other back, forth, and all over the place. You, so you, you think you know exactly what Jesus Christ looked like back then? Huh? Do you? And the closest thing was the Shroud of Turin. So you think you know. And the funny thing is this Sean King guy, take a look at a picture of him. I'm at least, at least 50 shades darker than he is. At least. So I'm close. I'm close. Uh, am I a, considered a brown person? I'm pretty dark most of the year. I be out in the sun, in the middle of winter, I can go out in the sun, I'm going to be shoveling snow, shoveling snow when the sun's out and I'll get a tan. It's just, that, that's the way I am. What does that mean? I don't know. Nor do I care. It's all you left-wing activists that seem to care. But yeah, now there's a call to tear down um, statues and uh, pictures of Jesus. When are we going to start seeing that? We already, we already had St. Patrick's Cathedral defaced, right? And, and the people who did it weren't charged. Um, we're going to let them in and, and start tearing stuff out that they don't... They, well, they, nobody knows what Jesus looks like. Nobody knows. Nobody knows for sure. But that's okay. We're going to destroy whatever we don't like. And here's a, here's a juxtaposition. A juxtaposition of what's happening in this country and around the world. Uh, Vladimir Putin this past weekend, um, they just they they uh, finished up a major um, cathedral, a major cathedral. Um, it's it's a basically it's it's almost looks like something out of Game of Thrones. It's a Russian Orthodox church. It's um, the Cathedral of the Armed Forces. It was basically put together uh, to commemorate the. Um, 75th anniversary of Victory Day, the surrender of the Nazis in 1945. And again, you know, I always try to mention this to people, try to understand Russians. Uh, you might want to take a look at their history and see what they've gone through just over the past uh, 100 years. Don't you just take a look. Let's take a look at the casualty count that they had during World War II, okay? And see what happened there. This uh, cathedral's 40 miles out of Moscow, and I, I watched the, the video of it, and it's, it's spectacular. really is. 
it's it does look like something out of Game of Thrones, but you got to see just the detail and how beautiful it is on the inside. What's the matter here? Well, we the, the Russians are putting up monuments and we're destroying them. We're destroying. I, I know our major media. We love to rip into Vladimir Putin and the Russians and all that good stuff. But um, look at us right now and, and, and look at them. Again, I'm, take, I'm just throwing it out there. It's just food for thought. You might want to think about it a little bit. How many people out there, how many people out there, and anyway, you see the polls out there, how disturbed the major portion of the country is in regards to what's going on. How many people out there have a difficult time having a, a I would say not about a decent night's sleep, but actually having nice dreams? I, I, I can't remember, and it's just my nature, I guess. I don't know how to, I, I need to really go on vacation. I need to get the hell out of Dodge. I'm praying that, that, that Greece is going to open up this summer. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I want to be in a, in a place where, you know, there's going to be a church every 50 feet and, um, I don't know, just a, a different atmosphere. I need a break. I need a break. I pray every night, every night. I, just, I, I wake up stressed out based upon the dreams I'm having. And it's just concerned. It is. It's concern when I, when I see what's going on. Here is another example. Here is. Uh, Google employees are signing an internal petition calling on the company to stop selling technology to police departments. The letter with the headline, No Police Contracts, began circulating last week and has been signed by more than 1,100 employees who identify themselves as part of Googlers Against Racism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, They're saying that Google is profiting off racism with business contracts. Well, can we do this? Can, can we find out some way where all of you, um, you people out there that hate the police so much, people sign stuff like this, we find a way where, you know what, you, could, you, know, you can dismantle 911 on your phone? You just, you can't call the police for anything. You're, you're being held by guns. Someone's beating the crap out of you. Your house is being robbed. You feel this way. You don't call 911. Take care of it yourself. You want to do that? Is that what you want? And you know the people that are signing this thing couldn't bench press the bar, nor even know how to hold a gun or throw a punch. You know that's the case. These are the biggest wusses on the planet, the biggest cowards going that are signing something like this. You know it, and I know it. But wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice if uh, we could find it away, all you anti, anti-police out there, want, you know, just you're cut off. Fine. You can hate us, but don't call us. Don't call us. Well, you can hire your little people from, you know, CHOP out there in Seattle to, to protect you, okay? How's that sound? Again, I'm, you know, Google's everywhere right now, and that's, hey, blame the people we elect. We, we'd allow, we allowed it to get this big and this out of control where it's involved and everything. I, I, I mentioned this before here on the program. I am certain. If they were to redo Fight Club today, they wouldn't be blowing up the banks. They'd be blowing up Google and the social media companies. You have to understand what what took place in Fight Club, and you have to watch the movie to get your arms around it. But man, hey, listen, 
wouldn't it be much better? How much better would the world be? I'm just asking you. That's just my opinion. So there's another example with uh, police here and what's going on. A business, Ohio business owner, is receiving threats. This is Ohio. Receiving threats for cooperating with law enforcement, um, investigating the looting of her own store, her own cupcake store. This lady owns this cupcake store in Cleveland, and it was destroyed by looters. And she's getting threats from people telling her that when her store is rebuilt, it's going to get hit again. You know, I would say, I, listen, you know what this, this, um, this lady needs to do is go out and get herself an AR-15. Get yourself a shotgun. Saw down the barrel a little bit. And when somebody tries to loot your store, you light them up. That's what you need to do. You have to listen to the story. Um, she's, she's receiving complaints that her cooperation with investigators is unfair that she shouldn't be cooperating with the FBI, and that what she is doing is against the cause. What cause is that? Um, wait, wait, again, she's trying to, she's trying to patronize. I, I'm actually, I'm absolutely for the cause. What's the cause? Looting your store is a cause? Huh? Her store was ransacked while she and four employees were hiding inside a locked bathroom. This on May 30th. Um said police saved her, her life that day. She's had the store for 10 years. My family built it up. I listened uh, to it get absolutely destroyed. The whole time we were locked in there, I just listened to everything getting shattered and, and crushed. Okay, people. Um, at, at some point in time, at some point in time, you're going to have to, uh, again, take personal responsibility. You're going to have to take personal responsibility. Hey, hey, listen, uh, you know, you've got a store and you're in a place where you might get looted. Straw. I, I don't care. Protect yourself. Have the means to protect yourself. Nobody has the right to destroy your property and take what is yours. Nobody. You're going to come in and ransack my business? I'm going to put a hole in you. It's just that simple. If every store owner out there did this, you don't think crime would go down? I don't care if it's a cupcake store. I don't care if you're selling Barbies. I don't care if you're a florist shop. Protect yourself. Anyway. All right. Uh, what the, again? I, I don't understand this. Trump is now saying that he's open to another another round of uh, stimulus checks. Another round, huh? Um, he was asked about this. Yeah, we're into it. We're looking at another stimulus package. It'll be very good. It'll be very generous. He didn't say how much Americans are going to see. He said, "You'll find out about it. You'll find out." Um. Again, I, I, I don't think, I, I, quite honestly, I, I don't think it's going to be nearly as big as uh, Pelosi's $3 trillion Heroes Act. Um, we also had another bill that was passed, uh, passed by Senate de- Democrats that could give families upwards of $10,000 
a month, and that's not even including uh, the bonus unemployment that you have out there. Um, it, it's, I mean, where we are right now, it's, it's, I, I can't really seem to understand it. Got Republicans, and we told you right here on this program this was going to happen. The $600 a week unemployment was going to be a disaster for trying to get people back to work, and it, it has been a disaster. So now guess what? The idiots in Washington, D.C. are going to give you a bonus. We're going like to reward people for going back to work. For what? You're going to reward people for doing what they're supposed to do? And listen, I get it. I get it. We told you this is going to have to happen from the beginning. I said what they're going to have to end up doing is just cutting out some sort of lump sum check to get people back to work. Think about that. Think about the world we live in. We're going to give people a, a bonus check. Why don't we give them a participation trophy too? Why don't we give them a, a participation medal for going back to work along with money? How, how much, people? I mean, how much, how much are we going to borrow? How much are we going to print? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's monopoly money right now. It's this, that's, it, what it, it is what it is. It's monopoly money. And we can continue to use monopoly money as long as everybody has faith in monopoly money. You can use anything. You can use anything. It's what people's belief is. For a while, people thought Beanie Babies were a good investment. They did. They thought that it would be a good idea to put money in Beanie Babies. People thought it was a good investment in WeWork. If people continue to believe in the U.S. dollar, well, hey, theoretically, you can just keep printing. Theoretically, print, 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 print. But once that that faith goes away, you get Zimbabwe bucks. That is the reality. You get Zimbabwe bucks. If and when that happens, I I, I don't know. I don't know. But we've uh, we've lost our minds. You know, rather than sending out checks, I, I read the story. I, I forgot I had this. This was um, this is out of Greece. I like this idea. Again, this is what we suggested. Individuals or small companies wishing to start or sustain a business will soon be able to get loans up to twenty five thousand euros each without guarantees. Microcredit. Microcredit, these are loans without collateral for entrepreneurs or even unemployed people do not have access to bank borrowing and want to start their own business. This is, um, this, I like this a hell of a lot better than just sending checks out haphazardly. Come show, come show. Hey, hey, listen, I've got an idea. I want to start a small business, whatever it may be. I want to have access uh, to capital. I don't have any collateral. That's smart. That's smart. You're just, just sending out checks, not very. Sorry. Not the smartest thing in the world to do. Um, in uh, New York, uh, yeah, phase two. 
Um, New Yorkers can return to the office. How did that go yesterday? Eh, most didn't. Most didn't. Um, most people I, I spoke to said that uh, they were actually expecting it to be much, much busier. Uh, train stations are pretty much empty. Most of the people working from home, a lot of real estate people went back into the city to look at that wreckage. Good luck. Good luck. Um, I, you want to go ahead and buy it? That's fine. That, that's fine. Mass exodus out of the cities. Mass exodus. Um, let's get to some business stories, shall we? I know we've been doing a lot of waxing philosophical here on the program. Um, again, here's another example of a company that needs to be broken up. It's gotten too big. It's gotten too powerful. It's Amazon. Uh, Amazon is um, it, it basically, it, well, it censors people. It does. And there's an example here about a book, um, basically, that was using science to talk about um, it, it, basically the, the transgender craze that is seducing girls. And it's, hey, there's a lot of science behind it. It was built on the work of a Brown University public health researcher. The uh, book argues that transgender identification among teen girls has become a social contagion. Girls who might have encouraged each other in bulimia, anorexia, or cutting are today deciding that they have gender dysphoria pushing for hormones and surgeries and easily obtaining them. It's something that I think that needs to be talked about, but Amazon will not let them advertise that book because I guess it's I guess you got the all LGBTQ or STUVs, WXYZs underwear in a bunch and whatever underwear they're wearing, I don't know. Yeah, got them a little bent out of shape. Um. You know, let's let's talk about Apple yesterday. A uh, couple stories out of there. First and foremost, they're going to be dropping Intel. Um, they're going to be building their own in-house chips uh, that should increase the speed of the computer a little bit and and to help with battery time. Um, believe it or not, it's not that big of a hit to Intel. Really, isn't? Uh, it's about one percent of the chip making that they do already. Um, I, you know, the funny thing about the Apple conferences and they, they showed uh, some of the changes in the software that's coming down the pike uh, the new ios system and how that's gonna be handled and how i guess on the new macs due to the new processor that they're gonna have in it you can use all of the apps that you have on your ios also on your mac um and one of the things that everybody was they, they actually headline new new apple New Apple features, introducing new features, hand-washing guides, and a mask-wearing emoji. Really? I, I got I to think that, that Steve Jobs, if he saw that being highlighted at one of his um, conferences, a hand-washing guide and a mask-wearing emoji, I, I think he would. Uh, yeah, he's looking down right now. He's none too happy with Tim Cook. Are you kidding me? Do you remember the the end of the Steve back in the day? And just one more thing, and they would come out with some unbelievable piece of innovation: hand washing and mask wearing emojis. Sorry, guys, um, not that impressed. 
Not that impressed. Uh, the Department of Defense is announcing an $100 million initiative to uh, return manufacturing to the United States, bringing factory jobs back to the United States, obviously a big part of the Trump administration, what they'd like to do. Uh, the Defense Department said that they're partnering with the U.S. International Development Finance Corporation for the effort to bring manufacturing back, looking at supply lines. It's about time. It's about time. Should have been done a long time ago. How do you, how do you, outsource, how do you outsource your supply chains for your defense? How is that the slightest bit? Pro- Anybody actually ever you know read any books on war at all? You read Sun Tzu at all? You did. You think that was a good idea? You think, you think that he might think it'd be a good idea to outsource your supply chains to your your adversaries? Dumb, really dumb. Um, big story out of Europe. One of the big technology stories over the past couple of days. Again, many people in the United States are not familiar with this. Uh, it is a uh, financial technology company based out of Germany. It's called Wirecard. Uh, handles, payments, transfers, all sorts of stuff. Uh, all of a sudden, $2 billion is gone. And it's gone. Just, just gone. I guess it went to, to money heaven. I'm not kidding. $2 billion disappeared off this company's balance sheet. The CEO that just stepped down. He has just been arrested, and now they're saying that the uh, money didn't really exist. It was a mirage. I, I would make the argument. Imagine if, if I was the attorney. If I was the attorney for this guy, for this uh, wire card, couldn't he come up with the Federal Reserve argument that isn't all money a mirage? I mean, it's not like the Fed is actually going out and printing, using the printing press to print the trillions of dollars that we're spending, right? It's all electronic. So let's, let's be honest here. Isn't it just all manufactured out of thin air? Isn't it all, for all intents and purposes, a mirage? Something to contemplate and reflect over, don't you think? Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Watchdog on WallStreet.com. Have a wonderful day. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.